I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. to the republic for which it stands under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all Lindell and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order now. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates lockdowns and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci, we will not comply with Joe Biden, and we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now.
had a dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly. While your parents were asleep, now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. But you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm so they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the Solomon's they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore, and then you send your youth to slaughter, fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died, or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright.
sure this is the right place to recruit for a militia? God save King George! Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Oh, we go under dark. It's one nation under God. Oh, we go under, dog. Oh, we go under. Said one nation under God. Flag flying. Oh, we go under, dog. Flag line, baby. One nation under God. Flag flying. Oh, we go under, dog. Flag line. Yeah. Really doesn't matter how you voted. Politicians crooked, we are not. United States, but we don't suck. No, we draw lines, fight non-line. Like your line, no, your line. You hate Donald Trump, I hate Joe Biden. Get more divided while our enemy hiding. Just laughing while we all kill each other. When the fact is that we really brothers. Land here is still our mother. Jesus Christ got a sinner's cup of praying to our father. Who art in heaven, give us this day. He ain't give us seven. So we thank him for every single breath in. And praying that we can get a second chance to appreciate the blessing life. Sick of the madness, white lies, black lies, what does it matter? We lose America and our kids' ass, why didn't we stand when we still had a chance? Why did we sit back and click on these apps, dissing each other about this and about that? Instead of uniting so that we could fight so that they could have the life we have. This is America, this is not Italy, this is not Africa, this is not Mexico. We're all Americans, if we don't share this, then we'll live a freedom our children will never know. Live in the greatest country the world's ever known. God bless the USA, damn right the devil know. Gotta protect it though, we can't forget it, some cause heaven knows. This is one nation under God. Flag flying, oh we go under dog. Flag line, baby, one nation under God. Flag flying, oh we go under dog. Flag line, yeah, yeah. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. Nowadays causing hysteria up in the classroom. Can't fly flags or hang a few over the bypass. Evident that it's high past time we turn back to God. I think about families lost. Relates will be chosen to toss. All without counting the cost. Set a fire to the bridges we cross. Honestly, it doesn't make any sense. Until it don't make any sense. Hoping no one will regret the expense. Hating the world's not way too intense. We one nation under God, flag flying, oh we go under dog, flag line baby, one nation under God, flag flying, oh we go under dog, flag line.
Back fuckers to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better beloved better half. Vlin. Hello, Patriots. That is a badass song. I, I liked that very much. I saw that. It was between that and Afternoon Delight. No, I like that. I, I thought Apparently, was... I inspired you last night, huh? Yeah, well, there's a... You, you, that was an epic rant. Sparky, you missed, uh, you missed the... That was an epic ending. I don't think we've ever, I don't think I've, I was truly, um, I had nothing to say. There was I like, know, I left you speechless. I was, done. I was like, well, I can't say any better than that. <laughs> yep. So all you had to listen to. She said it in less words and faster time. And we actually closed the show exactly when we needed to. Yeah. Sparky, you should uh, listen to like the last 15 minutes of last night's show. It Maybe was, uh, you can see that there's a clip uh, Lindsay that put Lindsay put out. If you just go look on Instagram or on, um, she might have dropped in the telegram. Twitter. And, I don't know, Lindsay, drop in the telegram. It was epic. That was epic. And uh, wow, jaw dropping too. All right, enough. Either way, you don't need to stroke my ego anymore. <laughs> Our child got his ego stroke today. <laughs> Just don't say that. You can't. I mean, no. Please. Legitimately, I, I had to take him in to get his schedule for next year because um, he's transferring schools. And apparently he's already fulfilled like a whole bunch of the requirements and needs to graduate. So his junior year is cake and his senior year is going to be even more cake. But um, that's okay. I mean, he has taken like four AP or, you know, he's taken two AP classes um, and the rest honors classes and two electives, including audiovisual. So maybe he can like genuinely be our tech guy. He, you know, he used to fight back mm -hmm. his freshman and his sophomore years, more his sophomore year, start of his sophomore year, not so much his freshman year, but more of his sophomore year. He fought me tooth and nail on all the shit he was doing. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was like, dude, you have absolutely no idea what I'm doing for you right now. Literally in the spring semester, he'll get out at noon. I, I, I literally have just made the last two years of high school for you so easy, so easy that you can be. Anyway, so the, <laughs> the, the guidance counselor, like she, you know, reviewed his transcript and and she was like, oh, you're brilliant. I mean, I tell him that all the time. He tells him he's an idiot, but, um, <laughs> well, we keep him grounded. All right. Yes, exactly. So, and then she's like, uh, cause he's asking about, you know, she's like, well, what are you interested in? And he's like, well, computer science really. And she's like, well, you know, we only have AP computer science and you already took that and got college credit for it. So <laughs> she's like, you know, we have engineering, um, you know, intro to engineering, which is a freshman course, but you know, whatever, it won't matter. And he's like, yeah, I'll take that. And then, um, and he's like, what about theater? And, uh, and I was like, and then I mentioned that he was going to be on the shooting team too. He was going to join the shooting team. And, uh, and she's like, wow, you're really well-rounded. Well, I mean, I'm raising the Antichrist. What do you want? <laughs> Got to make him well-rounded. He brings peace before he brings destruction. Anywho, so he gets out of there and he's, uh, we get out of there and he's like, man, that was a huge like boost to my ego. And I was like, what are you talking about? I tell you you're brilliant and well-rounded all the time. And he was like, yeah, but you're my mom. Like that doesn't count. <laughs> And dad tells me I'm an idiot. So no, no, but that it just, does count. It doesn't equate. 
Um, oh my god. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> he's kids are fucking. Good. He's excited. So I, he's I, I I I like no I'm I. I he was smart going into high school. Yeah. We loaded him up his freshman and his sophomore year. I was like, dude, take as many classes as you can and make sure you take as many honors classes. I said, all of that shit adds up. I said, I know you don't realize it right now, but it all adds up towards the end. Mm-hmm. And he had a ton of classes, his freshman and his sophomore year. He, he took eight, what eight classes each year and four AP classes and four of them were AP classes. Yeah. And he, in his sophomore year. And now he, he goes to a public high school and they're just like, oh, I, I, I'm sorry. You're a genius. <laughs> My bad. Hold on. You, it's a cakewalk from here. He's not going to have absolutely any I, issue whatsoever. So she's got to call the middle school to get because he took algebra one in middle school in eighth grade. And so he took algebra and algebra one is required to graduate. And algebra two is required to graduate. So he got a waiver because he took algebra one in eighth grade. So she's got to call the middle school to get that piece of paperwork right and i was like oh they'll know exactly who he is she's like i mean there's not the school's not that big but i was like no he he was legitimately like their it tech guy every single teacher in that school knew him because if they had any kind of computer issue internet issue router issue um he they would pull him out of his class to go and fix it to the point where in sixth grade, he was literally taking a little electronics toolkit with him to school every day so that he could take computers apart and fix them and put them back together because all the sixth graders got issued Chromebooks and half of them broke because they're pieces of shit, which is why we only had to pay like a hundred bucks for them. And so he was like, he'd just, he'd take it apart and he'd fix it and he'd whatever and put it back together and, and there it went. So I was like, oh yeah, no, they'll, they'll all know him. No worries. So unless they're new, unless they've been there less than two years, they'll know him. So um, anyway, so that was a, a fun and interesting day today. So school's coming up soon, like three weeks. Yeah, it was. It, yeah, you were doing that while you were doing that. I was listening to how um, nobody is going to be charged with the cocaine. Really? Um, you don't say. Nobody. They apparently in the most let me let me put it in the context that everybody needs to hear it. Lana says, hold on, I'm sorry, babe. She says, I refuse to call him boy genius. Ass hat, butthead, meanie ass. Funny at times though, lol. I'm sure he'll grow up to be a fine man. He'll grow up to be an asshole just like his father. Which is good. <laughs> um, but looking at what is going on. And seeing what they said today and how magically now they apparently in the most videotaped part of the White House, they cannot figure out who put the Coke in the locker. Oh, it's a locker now. Oh, yeah. They found it. It, Now it's a locker. Get this. Now it's a locker with a key that nobody has the key for, apparently. uh, Because it's in Hunter's pocket? (laughs) Exactly. <laughs> you can't make this shit up anymore. The, so the, if wait, the wait, wait, Secret wait, Service, no, listen, no, no, no. wait, wait, no, wait, no, no, but that doesn't make any sense because if it's in a if it's in a locker that no one has the key for, then how did they find it in the first place? That was my question. At the end of the day, when they go to clear 
the lockers before they leave. They have a master key that opens all the lockers. So they can remove this stuff, put a new lock set in there and with another key. Mm-hmm. Point being is this. And there's a master key for all of those. Point Absolutely. being is this. First of all, currently the head of the secret service is who? Fuck if I know. It's female. Okay. Um, okay. Hold on. I, I, I want to make sure I say her name right. So I don't want to screw this up. Give me one second. I got to look this up. All right. Cheadle. Kimberly Cheadle. Kimberly Cheadle is currently the... Um, Any relation to Don? No. Kimberly Cheadle was the head of Biden's detachment when he was the vice president. I see. So understand that, number one. So that, she's already used to covering for Joe. Correct. Hunter. She also is the one that saw... Joe and Jill skinny dipping because they talked about the whole skinny dipping incident and that the senior agents were there skinny dipping. Yeah. At the, on the grounds at the pool in the white house. Yeah. When he was vice president. Oh, okay. So anyway, that's already happened. So skinny dipping at the white house. We already know that she's corrupt. All right. First of all, let's not be surprised there, but the fact that they said, now we're hearing more details, okay? First of all, it was a locker in the West Wing Northwest entrance, which is the normal one that everybody goes in. And even some tours, but most of the tours, like I said, stop at those doors that I showed you. You get close, but you never actually enter the West Wing. Mm-hmm. Long story short, at those doors, when you enter the White House, the people that normally enter come in that entrance, A, either work there, B, have the clearance to go past those doors into the West Wing and C are either secret service from another like field office off the grounds. That's not permitted to carry a firearm in the, in the white house. Cause not all secret service agents can carry a weapon in the white house, but they can carry Coke. Yep. Just saying. Um, but that's exactly who they're looking for. They're of looking course. for a patsy. They're looking for somebody to blame. I and almost called tonight revenge of the patsies. They can't. So, because I guess this is my guess. They have overwhelming video evidence that shows that this cocaine belongs to Hunter Biden. Obviously, because otherwise they would have already thrown exactly. someone under the bus. Exactly. Yeah. Somebody would have fucking got hit that's by this. Absolutely. Bitch. So, they, because they're, well, here, what, you guys can see what they're saying because it's so ridiculous. According to a summary of the Secret Service investigation obtained by the Associated Press, there are no leads as to who brought cocaine into the White House. They say that there are no fingerprints or DNA that was on the bag containing those drugs. It was found in the West Wing lobby uh, last week, and despite a sophisticated FBI crime lab analysis, again, no leads, Secret Service agents did find that white power during a routine sweep at the White House on July 2nd. This was found in a West Wing lobby area. That is where staff go in and out, and those who are visiting... 
Heights. Secret Service agents did find that white power during a routine sweep white at the power. White House sure on did. July 2nd. This was found in a West Wing lobby area. That is where staff go in and out, and those who are visiting the White House are asked to leave cell phones. The president and first lady, they were not at the White House when this was found. Yeah, well, no, but they were there, you know, shortly there 48 hours yeah. previously so who knows they were there on friday and oh by the way hunter biden's been living at the white house so let's just oh did did he um get out of rehab in malibu and give up his thirty thousand dollar a month yeah house he's been living he at the white house the street from that clinic that they closed down just for him yeah he's been living at the white house mm, okay so all right just just checking. interesting just throwing it out interesting there. all right the more you know you know well, since we're on Joe the Spy, because that's where that is, you can't make this shit up. But the, the, I, I think the worst part, really quick, before we end, the, I get out of that, is the fact that you mean to tell me the Secret Service in one of these lockers, which the key remains missing, has exhausted all areas that they can investigate this. They've exhausted all of them. There is a key that is still missing. Somebody still has it. They either, either have it on them or they got rid of it in the trash just outside their house. The key that opens the locker. I want to bet that it's probably in the White House trash. I want to bet that it's fucking got yeah. Hunter's Biden fingerprints all over I bet it's underneath a seat on Air Force One. Ooh, could be. Yep. Could be or left on Air Force yeah. One on purpose. Yeah, it's on it's on Marine Force One or Air Force One. Yeah. Just saying. Huh. Weird. Just saying. Weird. Anyway. But uh, you know what? On the other hand, it, it is the people's house. And apparently more people in America do drugs than not. So fuck it. Hey, I, <laughs> you I, know what? Might as well legalize this shit if we're going to talk about it like this. Who cares? You know, yeah. fuck it, fuck it. Because apparently, I mean, you can go topless on the White House lawn, right? People, people are smoking. No, no, no. Only, only, only if you're a tranny. Only, uh, true. Only if you're born a man. Yep. And you have fake tits. Yep. And dress like a girl. And she didn't have makeup. bad looking tits. So I gotta give it that. They were all right looking. I mean, they were good to they, look at. I mean, they know, would have been some fun bags to play with. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't they would have floated. Don't pop the silicone. <laughs> Anyway, wow. <laughs> Just saying. I can't even. We'll get to trannies in a bit. I'll probably get us kicked <laughs> off again. But hey. Here we go. Oh, no. Yeah. Anyway, you, you can't make this shit up. Oh, my God. You're going to play this. Yes. It's, it's this not. Is so awesome. Listen. Listen, y'all. Okay. Legitimately, it could have been Joe's Coke, if you think about it. Because you know they give him some kind of uppers to keep him going. I mean, he missed the the NATO dinner. Hun, they give him the little the the blue pill. Yeah, but it's but it's cocaine. That, it wasn't like straight co cocaine or crack cocaine. It was like cocaine hydrochloride no, 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 or no, some shit no, like that. No, they give him the blue pill that they used to give us in the military. The blue pill 
everybody says, oh, well, that's the one to make your the dick Viagra? bigger. No, that's no. the one they give you when you go home on uh, leave. No, there's the round blue pill that okay. we got. Not the, the round, one. The round blue pill. The the, not the pill? diamond. The, the yeah, diamond. Oh, the diamond blue diamond pill. Blue. That shit's diamond rock, rock hard. Yeah. The round blue pill was basically methamphetamine uh-huh. in a pill. Okay. And you popped that and you were awake for like fucking three days. Okay. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying, all right. It could have legitimately been Joe's. It could have been Ashley's too. Cause she and Hunter are both fucked up on the balcony there yeah. on the 4th of July. Um, he was fucking toasted. Did you see him? Oh yeah. Totally. Oh my God. It, I mean, it even could have been Jill's and I honestly, I would not fault her for it. Like, I smoked weed for years and hid it from Mick because it was the only way I could deal with him. Then he realized that the best way to deal with me was to smoke weed with me. And now we get along a lot better. Um, so, I mean, that, that could be it too. You know, I mean, just saying, just saying, but. What, that I'm a dick? <laughs> you were a dick. You're a lot better now. What's changed? Um, fewer random angry outbursts. There you go. Okay, that's changed. Anyway, but uh, it's not Joe's fault that he's old. Okay, it's not his fault that he's old. People, it's his staff's fault. They also managed to schedule very carefully. Yeah, I think his staff needs to own his age. I'm just going to be honest. I don't think they do a good job uh, helping out the president. And I'm not talking about it like I'm just saying. If you are managing a president's schedule. And you are managing a president getting on stage and getting off stage and doing getting on planes and getting off planes. And yes, he's 80. You need to be there for him and you need to make a pathway. And you sure as hell better make sure he doesn't fall on a sandbag. And I blame the staff for that. I mean, these are the things that are going to hurt him. These are things that are going to be played on a loop. OK, let him do his job. Let him do his speeches. Let him work on policy. Let him do his connections in Congress, unlike any president on, that we've seen. Uh, I, I don't know, since Clinton. But my God, make sure, you know, your Secret Service, you're his staff, that you were there and you're telling him what's next. And it's not because don't don't take this as, oh, he can't even get from one place to another. When you're busy and you're on stage and we've been on stage, right. I've done speeches and I'm so nervous. I'm doing the speech. I'm trying to get it right. And when it's done, I don't know which way to go. And I'm looking for direction. So do a better job. Because you can't have these video images of the president tripping or the president like going the wrong way. It's not going to work in this presidency because no. his age is going to be a factor. His age is going to be a factor. And it's your job to make sure he gets from one place to another. He can handle the presidency. You have to handle his schedule and where he goes. Well, and, and, and the schedule. It makes me mad. The scheduling, I mean, the scheduling is so important. You have with every president, you have different strengths, you have different weaknesses. If, if, if. Again, they also. Are you fucking shitting? <laughs> they also. Oh, I told you. It's, so it's not Joe's. Let's 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 examine that for one second. We were talking. Uh, we I was looking at Twitter just before he came on, and I saw this one tweet of this woman, and she said something about what was it? Time blindness. It's when you have a problem 
being on time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're time yeah. blind. Yeah. What the fuck is and this? She was, you know, she bullshit was about how um she shouldn't lose her job or not get a job just because she has trouble being on time. Because and she's time blind. So disrespectful. Like sh people shouldn't be able to treat her that way. I'm like, you being late all the time is what's disrespectful. Like you don't value other people's time. I, I I heard that it, it, all of this shit married up with what she just said. This is a direct explanation of this wacko universe that we live in right now. And it's not, it shouldn't be. This country is literally tearing apart at the seams. Cause if you're either right or you're left, you can't be where I'm at. Because you get yelled at. No, I get yelled you, at all the time. Required to be divided. I have to be one side. Why can't I be in the middle? I think America as a whole, I think the, the, the bigger swath of the American populace is more me than anybody else. I don't think America is right or left. I think America is right dead set in the middle. I think America looks at the same shit I look at and says, uses the same, you know what? I don't give a fuck what you do behind closed doors. I don't give don't a shit in front of our children. Don't put it in front of my kids. And don't make, don't make my kids have to learn about it. That's it. I'll tell That's you what, all I ask. You know, I, I, I saw a, a tweet this morning. Great advice. Regardless of how old your child is. When the doctor asks you to leave the room, say no. Because as soon as you leave the room, they ask them, or they can, some of them now are asking them, do you identify as a boy or a girl? Would you like to get on puberty blockers? Hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm just saying, this is, this is ridiculous. Um, this is like one of... Step 6,337,543 of Joe's 33-step plan to take over the United States. And um, it's, you know what I, you know what I came to uh, a very harsh realization. Um, everybody said we're not going to have 2024 because of the deep state. I, I don't think we're going to have 2024, not because of the deep state. I think we're going to have, we're not going to have 2024 because the ruling party and the Democrats won't let it happen because Joe's definitely going to lose. Mm -hmm. And they know they can't do anything but affect what RFK does. Wow. And that's even getting more difficult. It is. RFK right now, statistically, gaining ground like a motherfucker. He is, um, if you, well, depends on how you look at it, but like if there were no parties right now, and if you just look at the candidates and their um, favorability and unfavorability rating, and this was from a Harvard University poll, RFK is the chosen candidate of all of America. He has the highest favorability rating. Isn't that interesting? He ain't got mine. No, and and Trump, nope. it, Trump is in the polling. Um, Trump is further ahead 
than everyone else, then RFK is ahead of everyone else on the Democrat side. So as far as the Republicans go, Trump is the candidate. As far as the Democrats go, according to the polling, RFK is the candidate. Anyway, um, Trump and RFK going head to head would be very interesting, but I don't, I don't think they will be, I don't think we'll get that far because, um, you know, it was one thing when they took it away from Bernie because they didn't take it away from Bernie. They bought it from Bernie. Right. But if they legitimately steal it from RFK, I think the Democrats are going to have a rude awakening. The, the people, I think their eyes are going to open up real quick, fast in a hurry. And they're going to say, wait, well, what? Everybody I know voted for RFK. How did Biden win by 81 million votes when only 113 million people voted and the other guy won by, you know, had 55 million votes. Doesn't add up. Shit, I shared that shit today on Instagram exactly. from, right. from Arizona where so, they took the thumb drives out and they mm-hmm. were doing fucking shady shit with the thumb drives. Yeah. So I think if they steal, if they steal the primary from RFK, you're going to have a lot of pissed off Democrats and they give it to this fucktard who everyone hates. You can't hide this from the public anymore. American voters see this. You can't lie to them and tell them this isn't happening. U.S. President Joe Biden has held a busy day of meetings in the U.K. before travelling to Lithuania for the NATO summit. The president stopped at Downing Street for talks with the British Prime Minister before a royal welcome at Windsor Castle for a catch-up with King Charles. The royal treatment for President Biden as he arrived at Windsor Castle. The president inspected the honour guard in his first meeting with King Charles since the coronation. But underneath the pomp and pageantry urgency as the two leaders held talks to tackle climate change. Australia host Pierce Morgan Biden's decline over the last six months is really extraordinary. Well, it's really extraordinary, uh, especially when you think about how far uh, he has fallen in the last uh, six months. But uh, but it raises the more important question, as you point out, Piers, you know, where is he going to be six months from now? Where Mm. is he going to be a year from now? News Australia host Peter Stanovic and Laura Chaser actually came on our experience with Jason with Biden as he tried to talk to the guard. Is he going to go with Joe Biden? Yeah. <laughs> Not the guard. He's saying this is come a little bit of a free world. We've got to move along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This protocol briefed you. Look, briefed you. What are you doing? I know this Seriously, is UK news. Let's go. <laughs> This is how, this is not how it works. Exactly. Exactly. And we've got to know, get to some tea. Yeah, we've got some tea. We've got some Earl Grey inside. There we go. The president also breached royal protocol after he grabbed the king by the arms and placed his hand on his back. Look at that. Pat him on the back. 
He's the fucking king of England, even if he is the pedo king. Biden did not attend the king's coronation back in May and sent his wife and first lady, Dr. Jill Biden, to represent him. So wait, how did Biden... Biden last month bizarrely ended a speech at a gun control conference in Connecticut saying, God save the queen before walking off stage. All right. God save the queen, man. Dude. You know, I kind of almost feel bad for secret service agents because that's just like herding cats. You know, it's like dealing with fucking Afghan commandos. <sighs> it's it's herding a bunch of cats trying to get, get them to do something that they didn't want to do originally. And you got to get them motivated about it. And it's the same way in dealing with this retard. I mean, I can only imagine what it's like trying to barricade this son of a bitch into a, into a hole. You know, they got to put fences up everywhere. I, I wish he wore an electronic dog dog collar. You know, that shit would be hysterical. So I've been seeing all these uh, these things on like um, in tractor supply and stuff like that. Um, and on Instagram where you can build like chicken tunnels if they want them to go somewhere. Right. So like you put hoops up with chicken wire over it. They need to do a, a life-size chicken tunnel for Joe <laughs> to walk from Marine one into but the stop, stop, stop. This is what I'm talking about though. This is the way, <laughs> this is the way we're viewed all over the world. Well, and I mean, here's another reason why. Delight to be with you, and uh, you know, we're in this historic summit meeting, we're uh, resolving a lot of things, I hope. And uh, we made uh, we made uh, all the more historic by the agreement you reached yesterday in the admission of Sweden. That's your president, America. Well, after seeing that uh, performance, I suppose it's no surprise that Biden decided to skip tonight's dinner with NATO leaders. And it's not the first time. An Axios uh, report by Alex Thompson pointed out it's the third time this has happened. The New York Times reporting last month that after fatiguing days on the road, he skipped dinner with world leaders in Indonesia last year and again in Japan this past May. But the facade is already being built around the octogenarian president. Biden campaign co-chair Jeffrey Katzenberg telling Politico that the lack of a campaign apparatus so far, it's no accident. Right now, he said, we have a fine-tuned race car here. At some point, we will build out a big, substantial, competitive organization and enterprise. We don't need to do that today. It would literally be a waste of money. You heard it right, folks. The man that you saw barely able to move a two-pound beach chair over the weekend is really a fine-tuned race car. We're used to Katzenberg being behind hit films, but... Now he's taking on the epic disaster film, The Water World, the political. Holy shit. I mean, of course they're not going to waste the money now because it doesn't take them long to build the, what did Joe called it? Oh, the largest, most inclusive voter fraud, <laughs> voter organization. fraud organization in the world. Yeah, no shit. Man, this is so. Mm, it, it'll be the end of us. You know, in a way, 
in a way I, I I'm angry in a way I'm, Ooh, I'm fucking angry because you know, I look around and I I'm watching all of our rights being trampled and I just blows my mind. Uh, and in another way, I'm not. And another way I'm kind of like, y'all deserve this because I'm sorry. There's a group in this country that did this. And it's, the group that thought they were going to be taken care of. The and, ones that were waiting for the white knight to come in and save them. And now that it's not happening, they're all starting to speak out. You think all this shit that we're finding out is because that these FBI agents all of a sudden had to come to Jesus. No, 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 no. These were the motherfuckers that thought they were going to get something for keeping their mouth shut. Mm -hmm. And when they didn't keep their mouth shut because they knew they weren't going to get it, they bounced. Mm. And when they bounced, they dropped a lot of information. Now, like I said, most sources, no matter where you get the information from, are dirty. They're going to be dirty. It's part of doing that job. It's part of talking to those dipshits. You have to. My point is this. These ones that are coming forward, don't get me wrong. There are a couple of them that have got nothing but the honest intentions behind them. But as we watch, you watch more and more of these people start coming forward. You're going to start noticing these son of a bitches were huge Democrats. They supported nothing but the Democrat causes and they're gigantic leftists. And now they're looking to assimilate because they already see the writing on the wall and they don't want to be brought down in the fire and ash that's going on. My point of this is don't forget. Don't pigeonhole names. We've got to remember names. Names are the most important part of this. Names, faces, people, people involved. These are all things that need to be remembered. And we, we bring up names. We talk about people on this show for a reason because there's an archive of all of our shit. So if somebody digs up a computer 80 years in the future, they can fucking see what asshole started all this shit. Hmm. Well, here you go. Here's, um, don't remember. By Congress? Well, big tech does. They spent $250 million against the bills that passed out of this committee last Congress. Um, they spent money lobbying. They spent money on uh, advertising in members' districts. They spent money uh, with um, third-party think tanks. They spent money that uh, no other effort um, uh, in recent memory certainly uh, has been spent. And uh, it's not just the money that they spent, uh, but, but on lobbying, for example, Meta spent, and I call it uh, Facebook, $20 million, $70,000. Amazon, $19,320,000. Alphabet, $11,770,000. Apple, $6,500,000. Do you know how much it costs to buy Congress? Well, big tech. And not tell much it costs to buy Congress. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of money. So that, that lady there was the chair of the FTC. And here, this is, um, this is an interesting one, too. She sure. would um, five-minute question. The chair recognized the gentlelady from Wyoming. Like other federal agencies, the FTC has a designated agency ethics official known as DAO. 
On April 18, 2023, you testified before a subcommittee of the House Energy and Commerce Committee. At the hearing, Chair Rogers asked you, quote, are there any instances where you have not followed the DAO's advice, end quote. You responded no, and you followed up by saying that you, quote, have consulted with the DAO and taken actions that are consistent with the legal statements that DAO has made, end quote. On June 16, 2023, a Bloomberg journalist published a leaked memoranda written by the FTC's DAO analyzing Chair Khan's ability to sit as a judge in the FTC's review of Meta's acquisition of a company called Within. According to the ethics memoranda, the DAO, quote, recommended you recuse to avoid an appearance of partiality concern pursuant to federal ethics regulations. Do you believe that you were completely honest and forthcoming with Congress when you asked if there were, quote, any instances where you had not followed the DAO's advice and you answered no? Yes or no? Yes, Congresswoman. Okay. In the letter that you sent to this committee yesterday evening, you claimed that you received only oral advice from the DAO, but never saw the leaked memo until after you decided not to recuse yourself. First, it is unbelievable to me that you would not ask for written ethics advice on this particular topic. You admit that you have written, you have you have written ethics advice on other topics, but on this topic, you claim you did not see the written memo. Instead, you want us to believe that you only received oral advice and not specific oral advice, but only general advice on, quote, understanding the legal framework, end quote. Did DAO give you advice that is different than what was written in the, in the memoranda? Thanks for the question, Congresswoman. So my work before I joined the commission was focused on assessing the power of large technology I need you companies. to answer the question that I asked. I, I mean, the question that I asked was, did you receive different oral advice than what was written in the memoranda from Dale? So I Very simple question. So I consulted with the ethics official. The ethics official, uh, as was noted in the memo that you cited, although I did not receive that memo, noted that the ultimate framework for instances in which somebody has no financial conflicts of interest. Did she give no you different oral advice than what was in the written memoranda? Yes or no? For the employee to themselves determine whether they should or should not recuse. Okay. Uh, that Did was she give you different advice than what was orally than was in the written memoranda? Yes or no? Congressman, as was noted in the written memoranda, there was no ethics violation created by my participating but in the But you matter. didn't follow the DAO's advice, did you? You could have recused at any time, couldn't you? I followed the determination that there was no ethics you could violation. Have you could have recused at any time, couldn't you? There was no violation under the ethics laws because I have not a penny in financial stock, not a penny in financial interest. The DAO gave you the advice to, to recuse and you did not do so, correct? Congresswoman, as was noted in the memo, as I noted in I'm the letter. I'm going to move on since you're not willing to answer my question. Um, I read your four-page letter, which was nothing more than a front to your obligations of honesty, integrity, and candor before this tr tribunal that is owed by every public servant. And I would reference part 2635 of the Code of Federal Regulations, which describes your ethics standards. I want to note that the ethics standards are actually higher than one owed by lawyers, which brings me to my next point. Do you expect lawyers at the FTC to follow federal ethics rules? Of course, everybody at the federal Do you expect lawyers at the FTC to be an active member in good standing of a bar of a U.S. state? If they're practicing as a lawyer, they need to be in good standing with the okay. relevant I, bar rules. I understand that you were admitted to the New York bar on July 16, 2020, 
but in 2019 and 2020, according to your Senate questionnaire, you held yourself out as counsel for the Democrats on this very committee. You used this title, but you were not licensed to practice law. Counsel is a term reserved for lawyers, licensed lawyers. And in Wyoming, a person who in any manner holds themselves as competent to practice law without a license to do so is guilty of unauthorized practice of law. I believe the law in the District of Columbia where you held yourself out is, is similar. Do you believe it is appropriate for non-lawyers to claim the title of counsel? Uh, Congressman, when I had the honor to work for this committee, I complied with all of the document requests that the HR folks requested including documentation about the fact when that I checked I your registration status this morning I learned that you are not in good standing with the New York bar your license is listed as delinquent which means you have failed to file your biennial registrations and it means that you have not been paying your bar dues completing your continuing legal education and maintaining your law license I believe it's shown on the on, on, on the, the the screen it also means you're subject to referral for disciplinary action. I find this situation to be stunning and a reflection on your ethics. With that, I yield back. General Lady yields back. The chair now recognizes the ranking member from New York for five minutes. Hmm. Boom. Mm -hmm. Um, hold on. <laughs> thunder. 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 Thunder kicks. Get the fuck oh, out of here. Oh! Yep. <laughs> Hold on. I got another one. Jim Jordan does it, too. Oh, yeah? Mm. Deposing Mr. Roke, ask him to confirm that, quote, no one from the FTC directed you to reach a particular conclusion about Twitter's program. He explained to the contrary. There were suggestions of what they would expect the outcome to be. He testified that the FTC communicated to Ernst & Young. Again, Ernst & Young is the independent assessor, the fact finder that the FTC selected and made Twitter pay for, that he communicated to Ernst Young that, quote, Ernst Young, under all circumstances, will be conducting and issuing a report on behalf of the FTC order and was very adamant about this is absolutely what you will do and this is going to occur and you will produce a report at the end of the day. The FTC was so adamant. E, uh, Ernst Young leaders feared that the FTC would take exception if they chose to withdraw from the case. So on the one hand, you're harassing Twitter, and then you're saying the guy we've selected, the entity we've selected, Ernst & Young, the accountant we've selected to be the fact finder, you better find what we want, and if you try to get out of it, we're going to retaliate against you. That is frightening. I mean, we talk about the weaponization of government, this from the same agency that said, tell us all the journalists you're talking to, that's what we're concerned about, Ms. Khan. That's what has to change. You can comment if you want. But I'm reading from the motion filed today in court. And it, it's amazing to me, you don't even know this guy. You don't even know who this person is. And you're, you're, your lawyers deposed him. He's the guy that you set up as the fact finder. And you didn't know who he was. Did you sign off any of those 12 letters sent to Twitter in that 10-week time frame? Uh, Congressman, we're fortunate to have a lot of work underway. Uh, a lot of this work is delegated to the frontline staff that are able to move quickly and nimbly to make sure... Yeah, but you're, you're in front of Congress today, and you knew you were going to get questions about this. Yeah, you don't know this. I, I, find, I find amazing. It sounds like it was a late-breaking development in a filing this morning. Um, it's not something that's on my radar. I'd be reluctant to weigh in on it in this setting without looking more closely at it. Happy to take questions for the record on it and engage later. Not on your radar that you told, based on the testimony of this guy, that he felt there would be retaliation if Ernst Young tried to get out of the agreement. Wow. Wow. 
Yeah. What a twat. <laughs> what a twat. I have a feeling she's not going to get fired. I, I think that's going to be a new. Um, I think we had to clip that. Okay. It should be like what a burger, but we're mm -hmm. going to be what a twat. What a twat. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Because uh, how, as the director of the FTC, mm -hmm. you, you got a lot of shit to do. You, it's actually one of the busiest jobs in Washington. It's one of the worst because you're everywhere. Trade is everywhere in America. Mm -hmm. um, think about it. We, we trade on everything. This podcast, believe it or not, is considered trade. Right. We have to sign documents for it because we broadcast internationally via the internet, but we still broadcast internationally. That's how we've got Sparky Boy listening in Scotland and uh, Claire listening in England and all those people that listen all over the world. Mm-hmm. But the whole, the crazy crap is, is she's in charge of this shit, letting it go like completely to the side that, well, I just don't care. I mean, literally, she basically just said, well, I mean, we did it, just really didn't matter. Yeah, whatever. I, I was time blindness. I had time blindness. Yes. So yes. I suffer yes. from time blindness. I, I don't have to be there because mm -hmm. I, I can't see the time. Well, Merrick Garland suffers from. Benedict Garland suffers from something. No, retardation. He, he suffers from the most... Well, he might get his ass in peace chair soon. We'll see. It will be fun to see. He, he it might, won't happen. No, it be, won't happen. It'll he, never clear the Senate. Might be the patsy of the administration. Uh, I doubt it. I think we'll Chris see. Ray will go before he does. Maybe. We'll get to Rain. Senator Ted Cruz joins me now. The perfect person to talk about this. Senator, do you believe Christopher Ray when he says he is absolutely not protecting the Bidens. It's insane, he says. Uh, you, know, you know, sadly, I don't. If you look at the last two and a half years, we have seen the Department of Justice and the FBI politicized and weaponized. I think this Attorney General, Merrick Garland, is the most political Attorney General we've ever had. I think John Mitchell, who was Richard Nixon's Attorney General, who served 22 months in prison for, for, for breaking the law, I think John Mitchell is rolling over in his grave at the willingness of Merrick Garland to use DOJ and the FBI to go after the Biden White House's political enemies. When you look at the double standard that has been applied by DOJ and the FBI, it, it is enormous. And I will say the FBI, sadly, is stonewalling. So I have asked the FBI repeatedly about, for example, the FD-1023, which is the form that was prepared when a confidential informant came to the FBI with allegations that Joe Biden had personally received $5 million in a bribe from a foreign national, a Ukrainian national. The FBI refused to confirm the existence of the FD-23, refused to hand it over to Congress, refused to confirm uh, that there were 17 tape-recorded conversations between that Ukrainian national, 15 between the Ukrainian national and Hunter Biden, two between Joe Biden and the Ukrainian national. Now, that is allegedly, the FBI won't answer a single question about it. They won't confirm that the recordings exist. They won't confirm that they have them. Their answer is essentially a gigantic stiff arm, and, and I think it's doing an enormous disservice, yeah. number one, to the FBI, but number two, to the American people. Yeah. Agreed. Um, and talking of Merrick Garland, you're calling for a special counsel, uh, pro, uh, you know, to, to probe Mr. Merrick. Uh, what are you hoping to achieve? What are you looking for? 
Well, look, the purpose of a special counsel is when the Department of Justice is unable to investigate a matter fairly itself because of conflict of interest or political bias or some other issue. In this instance, we have not one but two separate IRS whistleblowers who have come forward. These are both senior career IRS employees who have alleged that Merrick Garland has deliberately and directly interfered and blocked the investigation into Hunter Biden and most specifically has intervened to protect Joe Biden, to shield off the White House, among other things, demanding that no questions be asked about the big guy, about the money, about the millions of dollars flowing to Joe Biden. The DOJ was not allowed to examine that. And I can tell you, if what the IRS whistleblowers are saying is true, then Merrick Garland is guilty of multiple felonies. He's guilty of lying under oath to Congress, specifically when I questioned him. In response to my questions, he committed to the Senate Judiciary Committee that there was no political interference whatsoever in that investigation. If the IRS whistleblowers are telling the truth, he lied to Congress. And secondly, their allegations are also allegations of obstruction of justice. Obviously, Merrick Garland can investigate himself, which is why, in the right. interest of the rule of law, the Department of Justice needs to appoint a special counsel, and I believe simultaneously the House should open impeachment inquiries into Merrick Garland, and I think that is likely to happen. Pause. Okay. Because well, we'll be we don't need to hear that homo. We'll see. Uh, for the second time in history, hmm. Ted Cruz and I are completely on the same sheet of music. Wow. You want to know why? Everything Ted Cruz just said is per the Constitution. It has to happen. So first, a special counsel has to be convened. Why? Mayor Garland can investigate himself. And no one Benedict, for him can. Benedict Garland cannot <clears throat> investigate himself, nor can anybody that works for him. So that eliminates everyone. What does that leave? Normally what you hire is a DA. Uh, a USDA somewhere in the country. You drag them in. Preferably not a Soros-bought one. Well, you have no choice. Unfortunately, it goes by Congress. Congress will select them, which is good. Because currently the House right now is being held by Republicans. We actually have the majority. Guess what? We're going to get a, hopefully, an America First DA who's going to investigate this. And then at the end of it, the badass part is that that person also has the ability to hold them, try them. Uh, they can put them in pre-confinement if they feel they're going to run. Um, there's a whole lot of shit there that can happen. I, I don't think it's going to happen either, Def. I got you. I got you, pal. I know it's probably not going to happen. It, it's nice to dream. Cisco, I'd I like to keep some hope. Obviously gave my hopium pipe to Mick. So, you know, I, I just, I, I try to keep a little bit of hope that maybe we might see some embarrassment. Let me, let me, let me dispel that hope. Because hold, like one of the big things, you know what? We, we always give shit to the British, but the one thing I thought they always had, even during the dark ages that they were good at, Capital punishment in their world was not always death. 
Capital punishment can be carried out in three different ways. Business, family, and then your life. So your business, they could destroy you mm-hmm. just via your business. They could mm-hmm. just tax the shit out of you until, and they would consider that capital punishment. Um, your, your family, uh, your wife's a witch. Boom. It's capital punishment because the man did something wrong. And then obviously your life, they just take your life without a, without merit, nary a, a, an issue. You know, there's a lot of shit there that we should really listen to and maybe learn from because there's a bunch of different punishments that I think some people deserve. And I think death is too sweet for some of them. If that makes sense, we need to open. This doesn't need to be because we're quick to go. Oh, kill him. No, some of these pricks need to live. Why? Because it's going to be way worse if they live. That's true. Um, y'all are hysterical in the chat. Let me dispel your hopium because this is a, uh, well, hopefully they don't pick the Chatham County DA, which is the county we used to live in. We've since moved from there. Ooh, that's a scary fucking thought. But this is what happened in Chatham County last week. For citizen to ever go in front of a grand jury, it's usually the uh, the prosecuting attorneys. But um, anyway, I was the first citizen to go in front of the grand jury, I think, in Chatham County ever. And I brought the supervisor of elections in front of the grand jury for violation of his oath of office, alleged, I'll include that, alleged violation of his oath of office, and for voting irregularities and falsifying documents that I had received during the open records process related to the primary of 2022, May 24. Okay. I, I, there's a lot to unpack here. I want to go back and as soon as <laughs> Memphis, if we get the clip, I, I want to show it because I think so. It's so shocking. And um, of course, Ms. Taylor who ran for, uh, for governor, was has been adamant about this, and you're you're backed up by I guess it's the Halderman report has come out, and now is is part of the documentation about this is not uh, Beth uh, Maggeroni being some screaming wild woman. This is actually backed up in documents that are coming forward, reports that are coming forward that talk about the vulnerability of the machine. And, and people know I'm not a machine Definitely. guy. I, I'm still hey they stole it by the mail-in ballots, but. I do know, and I know talking to sophisticated hedge fund people and former colleagues of mine in investment banking that finance technology who are Democrats, who are not Trump people at all. When they look at the machines, they go, these machines are way too complex. These should be like, if if you're going to use machines at all, it should be as simple as money counters are in Vegas. These things are way too programmable. They're way too sophisticated. They're too complicated for the task at hand. I have Democrats saying that. You've got these reports out. A citizen should be able to do it. So you took this guy to the grand jury. Now, that's a whole process of a citizen actually going to a grand jury and bringing somebody before it. And this occurred uh, earlier in the year. I, 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 and he used that as an excuse why you couldn't address the, the commission last night. That was what I heard afterwards. And um, actually, after the grand jury test or after I testified for two and a half hours with all my evidence, like a ream of evidence and taped calls and everything in front of the grand jury uh, subcommittee uh, in February, um, the Board of Elections supervisor who was there last night and some of his staff 
who I had suggested needed to be subpoenaed, did go in front of the grand jury and they were deposed. And as a result of their depositions, um, the grand jury did decide that perhaps it was a misunderstanding on Ms. Majeroni's point about the falsified document, but I actually have more evidence on that, but that's another story for another day. Um, and, and then um, they did say that I should be entitled to two things. One of the things that uh, Mr. Wooten was supposed to get me that he should have given with my earlier open records request uh, was the uh, ballot custody documents. He said it during the grand jury um, uh, de deposition that he did not give me all of that. So I was supposed to get that immediately after March 1st. And then I was also supposed to get um, QR code uh, information on what's contained in the QR code because Georgia has the uh, scanners that read the QR code, which is why we're really upset. I mean, Dominion machine, but it's illegal in Georgia to have anything on our ballots that the voter can't read. And so we have everything supposedly that we voted for that's printed out before we go to the scanner, but then there's a scan uh, QR code and nobody knows what that QR code really says. And that's what gets recorded as our yep. ballot. So there you go. <laughs> okay. Hang, hang on. I want to play, by the way, it, let me play this. I want if I think Memphis has a clip now, let's go ahead and play the clip of, uh, of the, um, of her trying to address, I guess the B board of uh, elections last night. Let's go ahead and play it. Following the law. Wrong. So wrong. This is so wrong. Excuse me. Folks, folks, I want you to see something here. This is a town right next to us. This is in Chatham County, Savannah, Georgia. Okay. Yep. Uh, Candace Taylor took the, took some of this video. Uh, she sent it to me. I can tell you right now, I replied to her on her Instagram. I said, whoa, mm -hmm. wait, what? So, yes, this woman went in front of a grand jury and the grand jury sided with her. Yet this guy has not been in front of the grand jury yet. And that when they try, when she tried to speak in a, at a meeting to call him out, they had the cops physically remove her. And the bad part is some of those guys listen to this show that are on this tape mm -hmm. and they just got blewed up. Sorry about that, bro. No, but you, you were a part of that. Y'all did wrong. That's that you right. should have said, you should have said, Nope, not doing it. She's you, right. you had your choice. They picked her up by her hands and her ankles and carried her out of there. Are you fucking you had me? your choice when they asked you to do that. You had your choice. You could have said no. I'm not doing that. Yeah. It doesn't matter what their orders are. You answer to us. You don't answer to them. When the sh real shit hits the fan, bro, we're going to be knocking on your door, not them. Remember, you got it. You govern the same way you live. Okay. It's real. Wow. Excuse me. You govern wow. the same way you live. Excuse me. 
I like I like to hear what he has to say. Let's hear She's, what he you know, has to say as to why I'm yeah. because I'm going right over here. Hey, 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 Unless period. The cop would never be in a board of elections meeting. I don't give a fuck. Who the cause that all goes control. I I'm sorry. Look, guys, I know how tough your job is. I know you gotta answer the call when nobody else will. I get it. But, dude, you have to look at your oath. You swore an allegiance to the Constitution of the United States of America, not to a person. You signed an oath. You swore an oath. You raised your right hand. You put your hand on a Bible. And you said that you would listen to this document, utmost and foremost. Where were you following this document when you removed that lady from that floor the other night? I ask you that question. It has to start at the ground level. I know it sucks. You might get fired. I get it. Everybody that was in there in that meeting, shame on you. Shame on all of you. Because I'm sorry. Fine. People were, that's not right. Or that's wrong. Or you shouldn't do that. Well, where, where were you standing up fucking stand up and get in their way and do something about it Two cops two skinny ass fucking white boy cops too I, i'm not even you could take them well she went that route but i, I wasn't even going to go there it was two cops Fuck, i could take them with 10 people they can't keep you away yeah remember it's it's basically a, a three to one scenario is what they're always looking for if you can outnumber them Guess what? They can't shoot you all. They don't have enough bullets. Yep. I'm just saying it's about time we start. You can't just speak up. You have to stand up. It's about time we start doing what our oath requires us. When tyranny becomes law, rebellion becomes duty. We're there. That right there, that was tyranny. Everything with Hunter Biden that we showed you tonight has been tyranny. There's no law. There's no nothing. They're using this as ass paper and throwing it away when they're done. Joe went through that in the first week. Folks, this is no bullshit. Our rights are being trampled left, right, and center, and nobody gives a shit. Mm -hmm. Nobody. Especially these fucking kids with this well i'm i'm time retarded no you're just retarded you're not time retarded because even retards know how to tell time you just don't give a shit well this guy's a little retarded why we're not getting any information of illicit drugs at the most important house the people's house Think about how far this White House has fallen from the last president to this president. Not only do you have people flashing in the, in the Rose Garden, now you have cocaine being found, and they go quiet. You, you watch what has transpired. Remember what, 
what President Biden, when he was a candidate in October 2020, told the American public, that his family had gotten no money from China. Well, we've now proven that to be a lie. He said he had no interaction with his son's business. We now know that's a lie. We will continue to bring the truth forward. Why we're not getting any information? Illicit drugs? Well, I got a great question for you, Kev. That's that's great that you're an idiot. So I, I get where's it. Where's the truth? I no 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 no. I got a question for you, Kev. When are you going to support Donald Trump? When are you going to come out for Donald Trump? Just wondering, asking for a friend because what you just proved is that Donald Trump's been right about everything. He told you this. Mm-hmm. He gave you the framework for it. Fuck. He showed you the goddamn map and drew you a line how to get there. And you're so retarded, you're just putting the dots together now. Either one or two things is true in this world. And this is the scary part. All you people that, including me, that wasted money on a higher education. What did we really get out of it? You didn't waste shit on a higher education. That's true. The taxpayers did, though. Uh, You wasted shit on my higher education because you paid that bill for fucking years. Well, that's... We paid that bill for fucking years. Yeah, just keep that in the back of your mind, I know. (laughs) She asked me, why? Oh. Anyway, but think about it, though. Seriously. You got a higher education for what? You know, I heard somebody else on Instagram earlier tonight, and they said, you know, back in the day, everybody worked at the factory. Ask your grandparents. Ask your great-grandparents. There are no factories anymore. Everybody used to work in the factory. It was a great medical care system, great retirement, great everything, right? And you were at your job for 30 years. Yeah. People did their job for 30 plus years and they didn't have a problem. Mm-hmm. Like they loved it. They didn't have to move jobs every five to seven years or one to three years. They loved it. Mm-hmm. They were absolutely in love with it, enthralled with family. it. They stayed there. And then what they do in the seventies, you know, Oh, oh no. I, I remember where I saw this. Now there was a um, black gentleman. He was talking about racism specifically. But he was talking about not the racism that everybody else talks about. 1865, blah, 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 this, that, and the other thing. No. He was talking about racism in 1970. He said, when was the destruction of the black nuclear family where there was a mother, a father, and kids? 1970. 1973, actually. In 1970 was basically the destruction of Detroit. Detroit fucking fell apart after the 70s. Detroit went straight to shit. Why? Oh, well, they started pulling manufacturing out of Detroit and started sending it overseas. China, Japan. It became cheaper for us to move goods internationally than it did having it made right here in America. Mm -hmm. And then they put a Planned Parenthood abortion clinic on every corner. Think about this. This is black, white, brown. It doesn't matter your color. They're trying to kill moms, dads, and a family. When you're going after that, you have to be demonic, A. And B, there is no other answer than pure evil. There there can't be. What other answer would be to destroy a family? Oh, it's definitely demons. Um, people have been sending me clips all day and they're like, what do you think of that? And I'm like, that's a demon that, that, that 
that person has a demon in them, that's a demon. But anyway, um, and we'll get to some demons here in a little bit. But uh, oh, I thought you were about to show some. No, no, no. Um, no, we'll save it for for after tribute. Right. But this this you're gonna like, okay? I doubt it. This is not in Scotland, people. I'm just not in Scotland. Not in Scotland. Oh no, no, I believe that. Oh, he took his. Uh, that's their parliament that's awesome <laughs> gotta love kosovo uh, the kosovo assembly it's their their congress parliament whatever the fuck it is gotta love kosovo yo anyway that shit's funny as that's fuck funny. i knew you'd appreciate that mm -hmm. <laughs> You should have seen him move forward in the seat when I said that's not Scotland. Yeah. Ooh. Hey, hey you look, knew it was kick me in the nuts, Fatty. I'm dead serious. <laughs> oh, shit. Did you load the bowl? Because it's about that time. I sure did. I did it like over an hour ago. Look at you. Day. I've been sitting my ass right here. Yeah, that's a good thing. Are you well, that next clip? Before that, I was, no, not yet, because it takes a while. Um, before that, I was, right before the show, I was making dinner. We are we're having a roast beef with a Hawaiian coffee rub and roasted okra, butternut squash, and purple potatoes. Well, that'll be good. Because that's all of the vegetables I had left from the garden you until the next high? harvest. You want to get high? I always want to get high. All right. Light it up if you got it. Gerby said Mexican taco. Mexican taco. <laughs> Oh, you missed that part of Loyana's show. <laughs> what about Mexican tacos? I was telling them about. Oh, I like the heat. No, I. Oh, I, yeah. No, 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 no. No, I like the heat. I was telling them about my hand. What happened with my hands, right? So last night I made dinner after the show. I made pepper steak with a recipe out of the 1961 New York Times cookbook that I found that I love. Right? It's amazing, but. I, I should have known better. I should have just stuck to the recipe. I really should have. But I was like, it seems a little boring. And my mom gave me this huge bag of habaneros. Now, mind you, her habaneros are a quarter of the size of my habaneros. Not, I mean, seriously. Okay. So I was like, all right. Well, hit that, please. So I cut two habaneros up and I put them in the pepper steak. Because they were little. And I used a little habanero salt as well. Not a good move. I had to heat up leftover meatloaf for Liam to eat because he couldn't handle it. It was so spicy. And then, it was fine for me. I, I mean, it. I ate it too. It was, it was good. Very spicy. Um, and then when we went to bed, I took my first contact lens out and I screamed. I screamed. 
because that shit hurts. So Mick had to go get me a rubber glove so I could take the second one out because I was like, I still have to take the other one out. I threw those away, by the way. I have fresh contacts in my eyes because I was not about to put those bitches back in. So but so where telling, does Mexican taco so come from? Telling, Mexican taco comes story. from our after effects of what happened after the contact came out because somebody still had all those juices all over their hands and played with another person's thingamajig. And let me tell you something. There's a little heat there. Especially about two o'clock in the morning, it was- I woke up and I was like, oh my God, what is burning? <laughs> and I had to go into the bathroom and, uh, you know, take care of some business. Which all day, then I'm trying to figure out how to get the fucking pepper juice off my hands literally all morning. She's scared to death to put her contacts in. She was wearing her glasses this morning. I was like, you're scared to death to put your glasses on. Your, your contacts in, aren't you? She's like, yeah. I was like, I gave you rubber gloves for this. So I literally, I, I had a jar of curdled milk I was trying to turn into sour cream. It's like, fuck it. I don't care. Dipped my hands in that. Didn't work. Then Heather sent me something. She was like, oil dissipates the uh the capsaicins okay so i i wiped coconut oil on my hands and it got the capsaicins off my fingertips so i could put my contacts in but then i realized afterwards that it spread that oil all over my palms and the inside of my fingers so what didn't hurt before now hurt like a bitch so even like putting my hand on the bomb so the fbi knocks on your door what do we tell them Nah, bear. Nah, bear. Nope. Give him the nah, bear. Yes, I'll play it for you. What flames coming out of their butthole? Uh-huh. So, which didn't happen today. Fire dick lives matter. But yes, it was a note to self. Don't put two habaneros in the pepper steak. And don't play with your husband's cock after fucking <laughs> rubbing habanero juice all over you. your hands. It was totally your choice. I know. But it was spicy. It was a spicy little tamale. Hence the Mexican taco comment. Exactly. Mexican tacos. I love it. That's going to be a new call sign. Oh, my God, babe. You're horrible. She was scared to death this morning. She was wearing her glasses. It was funny as shit. I was watching her try to read like little screens. She's like, I can't see it. Take, Take the glasses off to read. Put them back on to see. It's rough. Anyway. She's blind as a bat. I really am. But she's a good shot, which is weird. Yeah. Anyway. Which means for for her to hit you, you really fucked up. Yeah. Because she had to see all of you to make sure you're getting drilled. <laughs> True story. Just saying. All right. Well, uh, let's move on to some Chip Roy. United States Marine Corps putting out, you know, these kinds of, of uh, social media and advertisements. Do you think that makes our military more likely to defeat our enemy? Uh, Mr. Rosendale, can you see this? A rainbow bullets on a, on a helmet? Anything that detracts from um, the mission, which is to protect our nation and make us the most effective fighting force on earth is a distraction and a waste of money. Uh, I would ask Mr. Davidson, I know you served in, in the armed forces. Um, and Mr. James, I believe you did as well. I mean, you see uh, members, for example, here in the United States Air Force saluting the, you know, pride flag in social media. Is that, I think, beneficial to the cohesion of our United States military? Do you think that makes our military more effective and more likely to defeat our enemies? Yeah, I actually have a, uh, an amendment, the, the old glory uh, 
uh, amendment that would require that the only flag flown on our installations is the United States flag. Uh, we don't need to be flying the pride flag. It's meant to divide. It's not meant to heal and unite. And frankly, it, it co-ops, uh, you know, God's symbol of the rainbow uh, to promote an agenda hostile to that uh, doctrine. So I don't think it brings people together. I think it divides people. Wow, he sounds very cute. Up. Mm. Just saying. Hey, I, I, you know, there's, uh, you're going to start seeing a lot more of this. Like I said, it's going to be something you've never seen before. We're not prepared for what we're about to see. No. We are not ready. There's going to be shit that you all thought was crazy. Well, here, this one is absolutely fucking crazy. Okay. No, this one does not need any airtime whatsoever. No, this is a demon. I know. That does not need any airtime whatsoever. You don't want to play this? I if I do, I'm leaving. I, I'm not going to sit okay. in here and listen to it. Well, then, this uh, this demon... I mean, you can let it go, but I'm mm -mm -mm. not going to sit in here and listen. You guys have probably seen this anyway. This demon is a uh, born a man. No, wants, play it. If you want to play it, I, I can't stop you from playing it. A You're uterus right. inserted right. in his... Stop, stop. I'm wrong. Play it. You want to okay. play it, play it. Woman to have a successful uterus transplant, ovaries and eggs included. And I want to be the first trans woman to have an abortion. I will let a doctor who has successfully transplanted a uterine complex before cut the organs out of a willing, healthy transmasculine donor, place them in my body. I will devote myself, heart and soul, to their aftercare. I will have as much gay sex as it takes with as many trans women as it takes and let the transphobes and homophobes scratch their heads wondering what to make of it. And I want to be the first trans woman to have an abortion. The first trans woman no. to have. No. No. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's a demon. That's um, that thing is inhabited by a demon. Do you do you all understand what I was just saying? I was not trying to be an asshole to my wife. I was just no, absolutely. It's just something that I I disagree with completely. Yep. Um, I I don't believe it deserves any of my time or your time for that matter, because uh, I respect your time. You don't come here to waste your time. That's why I get pissed off at the show and it doesn't work right. Mm -hmm. Because you're not wasting your time when you come here. Try not to, at least. But that shit is... Um, well, I, hey, this, this is a new show. A new, a new kid's cartoon on Hulu. It's morning again. The sun is shining. The goats are screaming. <laughs> And I'm still here, despite the fact that last night I witnessed someone get ritualistically murdered by my dad's cult that I just inherited. <laughs> oh, here we go. What the? F I'm Petey. I had it all. Mother! Here. What's this? It's a message from your father. It's me, your father! The community of New Utopia is all yours. I just needed to figure out my place in my dead dad's weird town. Uh, I'm walking here. 
will return. Oh, God. It's a space cult? Oh, of course. Boomers love space. Yep. That's for children. That's uh, in your... Um, That's normalizing hey, demons. You know, I'm I'm trying not to... Trying to keep my blood pressure in check. But, I know. Um, I know. It, it's really it, hard. I, I'm getting yelled at by my doctor, but... That would be me. Look, this... The shit here, folks. Exactly, Sparky. Why normalize this shit if it's a conspiracy? Why um why why aren't more of you angry? Why aren't why why don't I hear you know Sparky took a bold step? He started his own thing. He does it after us. So if you don't listen here, go listen to Sparky's show. <laughs> That's funny. Alex Jones ranted about this today and then showed the clip and realized his buddy Mike Judge was a producer. <laughs> yeah. That shows you all you ever need to see. Controlled opposition, anyone? Complete. All right. I want to play another clip from the Mike Adams podcast that I played last night. Um, this is actually immediately preceding the clip that I played last night. And it gets into this. Not this particular clip, but the subject. And I'm not going to go moda like I did last night. Um, I just no. Was that not epic, folks? I, I'm just asking because I got I got to tell you, I had to go listen to it again today, and uh, now I see why I didn't say anything and uh, why I've never ever at the end of a podcast like that have I been left speechless. Anyway, uh, but listen to this, y'all. What do you say? holding these criminals accountable. You're going to have to start issuing arrests for target executives and uh, media executives. You need to arrest the executives of Netflix for their sexualization of children. They produce content and Disney as well. Disney produces content for children that appears to advocate the demonic possession of children. Netflix produces programs that promote witchcraft and sexualization of children. They practically produce like teen orgy programs for children. These executives, in my opinion, need to be arrested and charged with the sexualization of children. 
This can only happen in conservative states where the governor and the attorney general are Republicans who are willing to take a stand to protect children from these left-wing demons, rapists, pedophiles, groomers, and mutilators that now characterize the Democrats in America. And if you know anybody who's a Democrat, by the way, you need to ask them this question. Do you support pedophilia? Because you'd be surprised, most of them do. Not all, not all. You know, notably, uh, RFK Jr. doesn't support any of this garbage. But most Democrats do. You can ask them, do you support murdering children before they're born? They do, openly. Do you support child sex trafficking? Actually, they do. They just, they, they will make up excuses. Oh, that doesn't exist. That's a conspiracy theory. No, but they, they won't say they denounce it for the most part. They won't say that because in their dark, twisted, demonic hearts, they, they love to destroy children. This is the, the real secret that's coming out in America right now, that people on the left, having turned away from God, they revel in the suffering, the pain, the destruction of children. They love the idea of children not yet born, having their limbs ripped from them while they are alive and conscious. They love the idea of a child being bled out so that their adrenochrome can be harvested and consumed as a longevity ambrosia by the wealthy elite that have figured out how to live longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the cost of innocent children's lives, of course. Most people on the left today if you're, if you're still a leftist, if you're still a Democrat today, you are probably demonically possessed. If you support transgenderism of children, you are probably living with a demon in your heart, in your mind, in your consciousness. No joke. And it's time that we, the good people of our civilization, the good people who stand with America, who stand with children, who stand with God, it's time that we stood up and told the truth. That those who promote child sex trafficking, child mutilation, child murder, they are demons, they are not fully human, and they must be stopped through the rule of law. Mike Adams doesn't fuck around. I don't need to go mud it tonight because he kind of did it for me. But there's there's I, more I, to I, unpack there because you Mm -hmm. It's gone now, but anyway. Well, no, it, it circled back around because no. he, he said the rule of law, and I thought that was what got you in the first place, that no. he arrested and charged. No. No, at him saying that most Democrats support. Um... No, it, it, it's the point is this, folks. Look, if first of all, how many of you have seen the list, the second list, the one that's not so big, the ones that we're pretty sure aren't involved? Are not involved? Correct. Mm. If you've seen that list, you know what I'm talking about. It, it, it's really not a lot of people which automatically makes me wonder 
about Republicans. Because if you think that this child sex trafficking is just on the left, you are way wrong. This is anybody that's in power that has money. They've been corrupted to the level of the, uh, the golden cow. That's the corruption level. The corruption level has spanned that far. They believe in a golden cow. What happened to the people that believed in the golden cow, babe? God smited them. Yeah, smiter of all smiters. He smited them. Sure did. Don't trifle with them. Don't. I, I'm just saying. All those. Right. It doesn't matter where you're at, left or right. If you don't think it's happening on the right, it's just not talked about. Uh, if you don't think it's happening everywhere. The people that aren't doing it, let me let me tell you the people that aren't doing it. You ready for this one? We're not doing it. Mm-hmm. Okay, you want to know why? A, we're humans. B, we respect life. And C, no, we don't give a fuck who you are, but if you're trying to steal somebody else's kid, I'm going to end your life. What about the Marine? You hear about that? That 14-year-old girl? No, wait. No. Oh, fuck. Yeah, listen to this one. A story out of Camp Pendleton where a missing 14-year-old girl has finally been found and a Marine has been taken into custody in connection with her disappearance. That girl's family now alleging she was trafficked and sold to a Marine for sex. Our Leanne Suter joining us live in studio with the latest details. Leanne? Michelle and Jory, shocking details and allegations coming from the victim's family who says that teen was sold for sex. Camp Pendleton authorities now investigating. Authorities confirming this picture posted on social media showing the moment the Marine was arrested as authorities investigate a possible human trafficking case at Camp Pendleton after a missing 14-year-old girl was found on base. Just trying to give an update. My family and I are doing okay. I would just like to start off by thanking everyone for boosting this video. I appreciate everyone trying to bring awareness to this incident. The teen's aunt taking to social media to talk about the case and concerns about possible retaliation from the military. The woman says her niece has learning disabilities and was allegedly sold for sex. The 14-year-old's grandmother reported her missing on June 13th to the San Diego Sheriff's Department. She told investigators the young girl who had run away before but always returned home quickly went missing the week before. I would also like to please ask for respect for my family. On June 28th, the teen was located inside the barracks at Camp Pendleton. Since the base is federal property, Naval Criminal Investigative Services is handling the investigation with the assistance of the Sheriff's Department and San Diego Human Trafficking Task Force. The victim's family vowing to continue their fight for answers. I will not rest until the whole world knows, and those responsible are held accountable and justice, justice is served. Camp Pendleton officials say as of Thursday, the Marine had not been charged and remains in custody of his command. Okay, well, let's uh, first, let's dispel some myths here, okay? And uh, any of you vets, you guys know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm about to bring up, okay? Look, the worst place in the world for pedophilia and possibly child sex trafficking, and this is going to blow... 900% of you motherfuckers minds, but I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to be honest with you. Okay. Our U S military installations. Mm-hmm. 
some of the dirtiest, nastiest, fucking most disgusting shit I have ever seen has been on a U.S. military installation. I'm just talking the low down dirty of the absolute fucking dirty. Kids in squalor, I won't even tell you about squalor. I have been in houses where there was human feces all over the ground. Okay. I, we won't even talk about that. There is the highest number of pedophiles that have been charged in the United States of America have been charged on a U.S. military installation. Swear to God, look it up. Go for it. Prove me wrong. I will sit here and drink a beer until you do. Because I tell you what, you won't, and I'll clear a 30-pack, and my wife will be pissed because I'll be fucking butt-ass drunk. Happy, but butt-ass drunk. I am telling you right now, the U.S. military is the absolute, when it comes to pedophilia, child sex trafficking, and all of that shit, it is the nastiest, most disgusting fucking place in the world. And all you vets know what I'm saying and you know I'm right. You had more guys looking at child porn and barracks than I've ever seen my whole entire life. And it was absolutely fucking disgusting. And you know exactly what I'm talking about. It is nasty. However, the other side of that. When those guys get out of the military, where do you think they go? Oh. <laughs> they go to be cops? Yep. They go to be lawyers? Yep. They go to be firefighters? Mm-hmm. They go to be... Trusted servants teachers. of the government. Yeah, more or less teachers. A lot of them go to teachers. Of teachers. So uh, don't, don't, first of all, don't hold that against... The 20% of us that actually stand up and say, yeah, that shit's all bullshit. We were the ones that were happy to burn that shit down. We were the ones that happy to get rid of that shit because you can't have that. You can't have an alternate lifestyle that nobody else knows about. Especially if I'm going to, if you're, if I'm going to trust you with my life, you better believe I know your life inside and out. But why do you think the Masons are so prevalent in the military as well? Uh, no, no, they're not. They're not. You're thinking the wrong Masons. You nope. Stop. You are stop what you're saying because I know what you're about to say. The Wesley Hall Masons are the ones you're talking about. And the Wesley Hall Masons have absolutely nothing to do with the Masons you're thinking about. Mm, Sure. I mean, do they, do they follow the same code and conduct? Probably. Uh, do they have a secret oath that is separate from the oath yes. to the constitution then? But it also which one supersedes the other. It's also the black Masons, not the white Masons. It doesn't matter. That's the Prince Hall Masons. Yes. The doesn't Prince Wesley Hall. That's his only doesn't matter though. Yeah. I, I, oh, it, it, it's a big difference actually. Okay. Or I've heard. So I've heard. I've heard that that side of it is actually they're kind of the guys that's opened all the books to all the people that have investigated it. They're the ones that actually don't want to keep it a secret. Maybe. And I was kind of surprised to hear that. I don't trust any of them. Well, I don't need the Masons at all. I don't give a shit because you swore an oath. 
exactly. Exactly. Somewhere else other than here. Yep. That's all that's important. But, but there is hope. There are still good people out there. Okay. There really is. I, I find that hard because that's not the only military case I heard about this week because there's another one in North Carolina that just happened too. I know. On Fort, well, what used to be called Fort Bragg. I don't know what it's called now. Fort Liberty. Yeah, I think so. Didn't, or, didn't, no, that's Benny. Didn't they find a child dead? Yeah. I'm not even going to get into that yeah. because I think I know the whole deal behind that, but that's disgusting. Yeah. No, a little, a little hope. What up, y'all? Some shadow work. What in your life gives you the most purpose? Well, for me, what gives me the most purpose is being a father and a husband, uh, you know, being a, uh, some sort of guidepost for my family, uh, a leader, you know, for uh, a, a good influence for those who look to me, for the young who look to me, for, you know, even people my age group or even older who look to me for additional guidance in their life. Um, I believe that when it comes to purpose in a man's life that, you know, you you have goals and goals are meant to be, you know, they're meant to be accomplished, but purpose is a lifelong thing to me. And so when I look at what purpose is in my life, I look at lifelong, uh, lifelong processes, right? Things that will always exist. You know, as a man, you'll always be an influence to someone outside of your family, whether you know it or not. You know, uh, as a man, you know, you're put on this earth to, uh, uh, to, to procreate with, you know, with a beautiful woman and you're put on this earth to be a good leader and uh, you're put on this earth to be a good representation of a father. And, uh, you know, I, that is my idea of, you know, lifelong purposes. And so when I think about what gives me the most purpose in life, it is these things, you know, the, the better that, the better that I can fulfill my station as a man, uh, the better I believe the world around me will become even if I cannot affect the world at large and uh, the better I believe those who look to me will also become, I will help influence them to a better life, to a better way of thinking. Uh, and also, you know, you know, lifelong learning, that is also uh, something of purpose, you know, that is continuous. You're always learning. So even if I consider myself to be an influence, I'm always searching for seeking out and improving the influences of my own life so that I can become a better man in these aspects. So that's my answer to the question. Peace out. Okay. Apparently Mike had a big problem with that. I don't know why. No. Okay. So I, I disagree. You disagree that a wholehearted is to be a good Whole, husband no, and listen, stop and be a better stop, man. Stop. Stop. Please tell me something guys. Gentlemen, not you ladies, gentlemen, tell me something. How many times when we were growing up, as long as you're above the age, let me uh, give an age reference here. Above the age of 39 to whenever. How many times do you remember your dad ever sitting you down and saying, son, how do you feel about your feelings? Never, never. We never did this. Where did this come from? 
Where did I have to hear that I had to be reassured that this is the way I was supposed to feel? No, 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 fuck stick. My father affirmed that. When my father showed me that there are feelings, there are times that you're allowed to show those feelings. And then there's times that you're supposed to keep your mouth fucking shut. Keep your hands underneath your ass until somebody else does something else. And then you're allowed to do whatever it takes to win. Why do I need to hear this? Maybe that's why you're such an asshole. No, this is a beta bitch. This is somebody who used to be somebody. Notice how he said influence about 60 times in there. There's nothing worse in this world than walking around a, a resort in another country and seeing a bunch of American women. And how do I know they're American women? Because they're sitting here just like that under the, their phone, just like this, getting the, oh, I don't have the good angle. Oh, now I, oh, now I got a good angle. Okay. Well, maybe you'll like this one better. I, I'm sorry. It's very important. I also think as a man, because life as a man is pain and suffering. And when I say that, because you're never going to be a good man or good at being a man without pain and suffering, you're going to have to go through a bunch of, of shit and have a terrible life to become a good man. I think you should embrace that and accept it. And I think that the, the correct mental model for men to have is a degree of stoicism and not to be too concerned with even how they feel. If I woke up today happy, if I woke up today happy, I would have done this interview with you. If I woke up today sad, I would have done this interview with you. What's the difference? Why put so much importance on my emotion if certain things must be done? I must work, I must train, I must see Tucker Carlson, I must resist the matrix. He's got I, I've got things to do. So, who, so why are we gonna sit around and talk about how I feel if it doesn't even affect how I act? And as a man, it shouldn't because there's too much to do. And the, the masculine world is hyper competitive. This is another thing most people don't understand. Totally agree. It's hyper competitive out here. All the women want a few men at the top. The Ferrari, you, you don't want a Ferrari to drive fast. You want a Ferrari because other men want a Ferrari and can't have one. It's hyper competitive. So if you're competing against every other man for every dollar you make, every girl you see, the house you live in, the car you drive, the life you live, you're not going to be able to compete with the person who performs regardless of how they feel if you only compete when you feel like competing, right? Because there's men like me out there who will be sad every day and outcompete you regardless. I don't care how I feel. I will still win. And that's the kind of mindset you need to adopt. So I don't, when a man comes- You've got a job to do. Stop whining, go to work. Completely. Yeah, I agree. I'm Completely. Yeah. Holy shit. I cannot believe I'm about to say this, <laughs> but I fucking agree with Andrew Tate. Holy fuck. I cannot believe this. You are at, that's exactly what I was just talking about. I know. No one fucking cares about your feelings. That's why I played them side by side like that. That the first cuck wants you to believe this. Oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm an influencer and I'm here to influence you because it's important and because you can be a man too. We can all do it. And Andrew Tate's like, fuck your feelings. I don't care. Holy shit. I love that. That's. I think maybe this Sunday on Truespiracy, we should play the whole two hour interview. What do you think? Do it. That that probably was pretty good. I, I haven't yeah. watched it yet, so I don't. I know. haven't watched it either because it's fucking two and a half hours long. And I, was, <laughs> I just I haven't had I two and a half hours to commit to it. So, so and I want to watch it because it was very interesting to actually see him there. That was okay. Almost weird. Here's another bitch. 
Okay. And I'm, I'm really, I'm really on the fence with this guy because he really doesn't want to be a bitch, but he is. Hold on. Larson, in my chair, not too long ago, called me the N-word. More specifically, he called me his N-word. You my N-word. It's never happened to me before. Never had a black person, definitely not at work, for sure. I don't think any time in my entire life has that ever happened. At the same time, he puts his hand out like this. You my N-word. Puts his hand out, and then my hand goes into his. So imagine one of these hands is black. And then the hands come together. It felt like a sonic boom was created. This warmth entered my body. And I felt like we solved racism. Just right then and there. Like, it was like everything's everything's okay. We are we are cool AF. We're good. That's what it felt like. Uh, what did I do for him? I rushed his crown. So crowns normally are a 10-day turnaround, and he was traveling and had some commitments. Like, I got to have that sooner. And I was like, let me make a phone call. Have it back to you in three days. You, my. Boom. Hand clasp. Sonic boom. Racism solved. So now I'm his ride or die. And I don't think he knows that. So black people, you want a ride or die white person? Call him your N-word. It comes at a cost. It comes at a cost. Because now I think, I mean, I'm not going to say the N-word. But I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. I shouldn't even be thinking about that. But I am thinking about it. And I know I, I know I shouldn't. But it's like you get into a club that you're not, you're, you're never going to get into normally. But someone vouches for you, so you're in there. Now, you're in the club, but that doesn't mean you can act like a fool when you're in the club. You can't do that. You'll get kicked out of the club and never invited back. So I'm in the club, and I'm so excited. Like, I just don't know if I can behave myself. So that's the cost. But man, does it feel good. It might be the most amazing thing that's ever happened to me in my life. Definitely in my career. Definitely in my career. For sure. Oh, you're a fellow for the American Academy of Cosmetic Dentistry? Oh, that's a nice certificate. Have you ever had a, a black person <laughs> in my chair not too long ago? <laughs> oh, yes, that was a pink mask in his pocket. We, we solved racism. Right there. Solved it. Boom! It's done. Racism done. Boom! Go to Jamaica. They already solved racism there a long time ago. <laughs> oh, my God. That was so I know, right? Holy shit. That's what I he's wow. a bitch, but he doesn't want to be a bitch. Oh man. But he's still a bitch. <laughs> you know? Yikes. Wow, my guts hurt. Oh. <laughs> that was a good one. Okay. You got me on that one, babe. All right, let's see. Sweet. <sighs> Okay, we are going to go back to the God folder. Uh oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. Now well, we're screwed. Technically, it's it's climate change. <laughs> oh shit! Now you're okay. getting into the false gods. A little bit, Ooh. maybe. Okay. Um, I'm I'm aligning. Yeah, the, the I'm aligning these up. The here. false prophets. Okay, that's what you're getting into. I know. It's the conspiracy of the false okay. prophets. Don't. The wind, the rain. Don't exacerbate my climate anxiety. <laughs> Does that mean make it 
worse. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Yeah, that's Hold what on. I Been cooling down for the last 4,000 years. So if people say, oh, the planet's warming. Well, <clears throat> it's all about when you start the measurements. If we look at the last 38 years, there has been no change in temperature. If we look in the last 150 years, we've had three warming periods and three cooling periods with a total warmth of about 0.6 degrees Celsius. Now, I wonder why it warms. I mean, 1850, what happened then? Oh, yes, that was the end of the Little Ice Age. Do you think it's going to warm or cool after a Little Ice Age? Of course it's going to warm. So if you start taking measurements from 1850 in the Industrial Revolution, we have been warming. If you take measurements from the medieval warming, we've been cooling. We've cooled about five degrees since then. If you take measurements from the Roman warming, we've cooled about five degrees. So as soon as someone tells you, oh, it's warming, the reply you give is, since when? We have been cooling down. Great point. Since, the question, when? since when? Since the first three weeks of 2023. We have, the planet has warmed more since the beginning of 2023 than it has in the previous 150 years. Well, that's more rapid than we've ever seen, I think. Ever. Ever. Huh. Okay. I wonder if that's from all the volcanoes. Oh, oh no. No, 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 that has nothing to do. This is a very important point. The, 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 the climate crisis is growing by the day. You just saw and have reported on what happened in New York. All around the world, there are record-breaking days where the heat is greater than it's ever been before. This will be the hottest June and July. It'll be the hottest summer. It'll be the hottest year. And we all know that because the science is telling it to us and because Mother Earth is responding by telling us exactly what's going on. Right there. Right there. He gave it away. What? Okay. I have a new conspiracy theory on climate change. And I kind of touched on this a little bit before with King Charles's climate clock, right? So the evil demon infested ones have an idea of the wrath that God is about to rain down on us. They're just not quite sure of the timing. King Charles thinks he has it right. He put those clocks up all over the UK. He thinks that's going to be when God rains down fire on the earth. Right. Um, Greta Thunberg. How dare you? Said, uh, <laughs> how dare you? You know, according to her, the earth should have been destroyed like two weeks ago. Um, how dare you? AOC is, you know, like her, her timeline's coming up here soon. It's a trap. Okay. What if the whole climate change narrative has been predictive programming so that when God does rain his wrath down upon us, they're still trying to make you believe that it's not God? It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for them. Kind of like aliens in Project Bluebeam. <laughs> it's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for them. I'm just saying, because tell me, people, do you think this is engineering or do you think this is God? And I'm asking a legitimate question because I, I'm not sure. Like the on ice, it's 
No, that's God. Exactly. That's uh, God, and he's very upset with Indian people, apparently. He's a little racist. He's got a problem with the dot nut feather. He's upset with everybody. Um, God doesn't see race or color. He just sees us all as people, and we pissed him off. However, right there, he's uh, a... Good, that's a good thunderhead right there. That's what you call it. Direct moving thunderhead. Well, a thunderhead that was like no, it's a thunderhead. It's a direct moving thunderhead. That's exactly what it looks like as the clouds shift like a out. Fucking alien no. spaceship made up of clouds coming right over the city. Yeah, but it's <laughs> it, it's cold air coming down from the top, mixing with the hot air that's just about to shit out all of everything that's bad and good at the same time. Because it washes away all the other shit. Okay. Um, Normal. Just saying. Did I have the one? Maybe. Oh, wait. You know what? I think I put it in. Fuck around and find out. I may have. Um, maybe not. Okay. Oh, well, there's two other things we need to get here. Get to real quick before, um, before we get out of here. All so right. I was looking for the clip of John Kerry getting called on the carpet for flying a personal jet and he's like well it's not mine oh oh, oh when he was testifying in front of Congress. yeah yes. yeah, yeah it's not mine it's not mine it's 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 the well it's it's, it's part of the foundation mm -hmm. yeah. oh the foundation mm -hmm. all right remember his wife is the heir to heinz like the ketchup company anyway um so <sighs> to have this chance to meet uh and we've always had great conversations and uh We'll have a, a lot of important topics uh, to discuss today. I was very disappointed I couldn't come uh, during these last four years. Uh, and so it's very exciting to be back. Now that was Bill Gates, less than a month ago, visiting his good pal Xi Jinping. Now Xi apparently returned the favor by using the company that he founded, of course, Gates founded Microsoft, to launch a cyber attack against the U.S. government. Now, despite the Fed spending, what, $15.6 billion on cybersecurity, more than the GDP of nearly, what, 75 countries? Chinese cyber spies were able to exploit a fundamental gap in Microsoft's cloud, enabling them to hack email accounts at the State Department and other agencies. But this really should come as no surprise because Microsoft has had a really symbiotic relationship for China for years now. As Forbes noted in a recent piece, in 2014, Microsoft became the first foreign company to offer public cloud computing services in the Chinese market. And in March of this year, uh, they would begin offering um, uh, OpenAI as part of its uh, cloud services. And get this, Microsoft gave the Chinese government access to the source code for its Windows operating system. That happened back in March of 2003. Joining me now. What? Uh, to have this chance to meet. Uh, whoa, wait China, China has our source code. Yeah, it has that not our source code. They China, have the, China no, they have the, the ultimate, email. they have the ultimate backdoor. Yeah. So Stop. they didn't even have Listen. to the emails for the State Department. They just opened the door and walked in. They have the 
ultimate backdoor into not only our classified system, but also our top secret system as well. Oh. And we would never know they were there mm -hmm. because they would come in through source code. Mm -hmm. You can't track, you can't track that. Except someone did. Apparently they, they must not have used that to hack the state department emails and a number of other agencies, or we would never have seen it, which means that they left fingerprints behind on purpose because realize when they say that the Chinese did this, they're talking about the CCP. The people in China don't do anything without the approval of the CCP, not at this level. No, not to this degree. No, doesn't happen. No, not at all. Right. I mean, you can, you can blame it on the Russians and, you know, Putin can say it's a, a, an anonymous hacking group and it's not associated with the government and he can have some plausible deniability there. That doesn't happen in China. There is no plausible deniability in China. Everything goes at the direct by the Supreme Emperor himself. Yep. Xi Jinping. Yep. So why would they openly hack the State Department emails if they had access to the source code and could get them through a back door without anyone knowing? It's a great question because if you have source code, you can get in. Everybody knows that. Source code is the biggest problem with 90% of the operating systems out there. If you don't have the source code, you can't do shit with it. And if you look at any big tech company, one of the biggest things they protect, one of the biggest line item budgets they have is for their counterintelligence department and the source code. That's why Elon's so pissed that he put the source code for Twitter out on the internet and Zuckerfuck stole it and started Created. this threads yep. bullshit. Yep. Yep. Threads demonic too. Yeah. Did you see that? No, I mean I. I don't Have know. you seen the? No, just the emblem itself is. Is it? That doesn't Uber surprise demonic. me. Uber demonic. Hmm. Anyway, anyway, what's next? All right. Um. Yeah. Last one of the night. This is. They're coming after our kids, y'all. From the FDA this morning, the agency approved its first over-the-counter birth control pill. O pill, as it's called, is a daily oral contraceptive that will be available without a prescription for the first time in the United States. Officials say it is expected to be more effective than other options that are already on the market for preventing unintended pregnancy. A historic approval from the- How is it more effective? In what way? Wow. Because, you know, it was kind of a thing. It was very much a thing. That's the other thing. Pull babies. Uh, well, no, not just that, but, um, you know, when I said before, when they ask you to leave your room, leave the room when you bring your child to the doctor. If your child's a girl, they'll a girl or a boy, they'll, they'll ask them if they're sexually active. And if it's a girl, they'll ask them if they want to go on birth control. Do you know what it does to a girl's body to put them on hormones from the time they're 13? People don't talk about the negative effects of birth control. You know, when you go off birth, they actually recommend that when you're going to get married to someone, you should go off birth control for three months, at least three months prior to getting married. Not so that you can get pregnant, but because when you go off birth control for three months and your body is cleansed of all of those chemicals and hormones that you're not supposed to have in there, your sense of smell changes. So you can smell your partner's pheromones. And if you don't like how they smell, you shouldn't be with them. And birth control fucks all that up. 
So now you can just walk into a CVS or a Walgreens and pick up some Opil, you know, if your 12-year-old decides that uh, she wants to whatever, not get acne, fool around with the kid down the street. No prescription needed. Just, you know, go pick up some birth control at the, at the drugstore. No. Nope. That's not how we say it. Nah bear. Nah bear. Nah bear. Nah bear. New. Well, great. Thanks for leading down us down that dark road. It's true. You, you what you've been like Moda all week. Holy shit. Destroying the end of every show. It's your Wonderful. fault. How is it my fault? I mean, I don't know. It just is. <laughs> the fuck is it my fault? Well, because I had that deep conversation the other night with not you. And well, with me, not me. Your fault. With yes. me, not me. So exactly. it's obviously mine. Exactly. Oh, anyway. It's going to suck when I have to go to work tomorrow. I know, Jason. They are over the counter in Europe. And look at that. You know what? There is one more. One more. One more because my alarm hasn't quite gone off yet. Here you go. Well, there, there it is. is, but that's okay. Some bitch. Right? Some bitch. Here you go. Speaking of Alex. We're young, sometimes very young. Ah, come on. China and the US. This is France right now, thanks to the mass immigration policy of Europe. Looting Louis Vuitton stores advances the rights of minorities in France. How is chanting Allah Akbar while setting vehicles on fire is advancing your cause? It does if your cause is anarchy and radicalism. One third of all the people arrested were young, sometimes very young people, he said, urging parents to keep them in tonight. He also blamed social media for fanning the protests, calling on internet companies to take down sensitive footage. Of course, it's because of this video of the shooting death of 17-year-old Nael that so many are outraged. He was the son of North African parents, and many believe his race made it easier for the officer to pull the trigger. Over a hundred French cities have been affected by looting, rioting, and random gunfire. 45,000 security forces deployed, over 2,400 arrests, 2,500 fires set, while in Lyon, France alone, 27 police officers were injured, seven of those by shotgun fire in the fifth night of New World Order-driven anarchy. But the United Nations has voiced its concerns about French police. This is a moment for the country to seriously address the deep issues of racism and racial discrimination in law enforcement. According to a CSA poll for CNews, 70% of France is favorable of restoring order with the army, as they have witnessed a terrifying 21st century Islamic crusade into Europe that has played out exponentially since 2015. Yeah, so I don't really hold Europe up as a moral standard, uh, moral high ground. So definitely not France. No, but no, not so much. Holy shit! Annie Bear, are you coming to tell us it's your dinner time? Yeah. Mm -hmm. She like, wants her cameo. It's time to go. 
You guys got to go. Come here, baby girl. Let's do your cami. Oh, say hello, pretty Annie Bear. Say hello to the world, girl. Hi. There's the pretty girl. Hi. Yeah. Anyway. So it's their dinner time and ours too. It is. Mm -hmm. So either way, we'll be back tomorrow. 905. Uh, you can, of course, find lovely Liana on Pilled or on Rumble. And uh, <laughs> you're going to have to take this thing. All right. We'll be back tomorrow at 5.45 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the actual start of the show. She loves her daddy so much. And uh, what, day is to, what day is today? Today's Thursday. Thursday. So Friday's a long show. That'll be fun. I got to work tomorrow. Okay. She does have a poof on her head, and it's a different color, and it's so cute. Sometimes we call her like Stripe from the Goonies. Or from um not the yeah. Goonies from uh what was uh no that was the uh Gremlins was yeah the Gremlins Gremlins yes all right anyway all right so we're getting out of here y'all we will be back tomorrow for V Lynn yes and make there you go <laughs> thanks for watching y'all have a great night. Mike.
fuck around and find out. I love my country. 